Well, good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ongakuri, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of September 4th, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And that's it. Once again, it's only just a Dos Compadres episode here. Luna is busy dealing with family matters, so yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a lot going on with Luna. Unfortunately, we we miss her. We we look forward to having her back on the show soon. So, how are you? What you've been listening to? Uh, I'm I'm pretty, doing pretty good. Uh, I'm earlier today. I found the J-pop radio station on Apple Music, so I was listening to a little bit of that. Found a new chemistry song that I really like. And actually, the, the song they played right after that uh, was an Exile song. It was fantastic, too. So found found that and was really enjoying that. Going back and listening to some of our older MCs, which we will get into uh, here in another week or so. Let's see. Other than that, it's mostly been the orchestral soundtrack for Dragon Quest Eleven. As uh, I have burned through the existence that is that game. I can't tell you the last time I've had a hard time putting a game down like I had Dragon Quest XI. <laughs> like the thought of being away from it depresses me a little bit. But I'm near the end of that game. So like like when it gets to like the near the end of games, it gets a lot easier to put down. <laughs> I don't know why. Like as you're getting up to the climax and the final boss, it's just like, okay, I can put you away now. Like a... Uh, I'm right at the end of Xenoblade Chronicles. Like, literally, the game's like, hey, go fight the final boss. And I'm like, eh, I'll get to it. <laughs> like, there's no urgency to play it. And uh, up until, like, that last chapter, I was like, I could not put the, like... Well, actually, I had a very easy time putting that game down because it was just, like, SideQuest Simulator. But now that, you know, I've done, like, most of the side quests and the bulk of the story i'm like well you know like i could go like i could go fight him but you know i really want to get my character levels up a little bit and i just don't feel like grinding so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna wait on that but i'll, I'll get back to it soon but yeah yeah dragon quest 11 holds up good game go go buy it it's funny i, I pick it up for the nintendo switch and then they turn around and announce it for the ps4 it comes out this december i was like Curse you people. I'm not going to buy Definitive Edition for the third... I'm not going to buy Dragon Quest Eleven for the third time, though. Like, I have the original edition for the PS4. I have the Definitive Edition for the Switch. I, I don't need it for the third time. Do it. You know how many copies of Metal Gear Solid 3 I have? <laughs> I have one. I have the original uh, I have, copy. I have eight, if you include all of it, including subsistence. I do want Dragon Quest Eleven to do good in the States... Although, to be fair, they, they said that whenever they do Dragon Quest Twelve, it was going to come to the States because it, it, Dragon Quest Eleven did good in the States, so we already got the green light for the sequel. Speaking of JRPGs, are you ever going to go back to Royal? Yeah, some at some point. Uh, I, I, I got uh, hit with... I would really like the, to talk to you bug. about Royal and my problems that I have with that game, but oh. that, that doesn't help when you don't play okay, it. Okay, so here's, here's what's hurting Royal right now is I don't know why, but it's really hard for me. I guess because it's like I find myself going over to my fiancés a lot and, and all that. I find myself just drawn more towards the Switch because it's portable and, and, and I'm not stuck in one place for a while. It's just like I can like I can pick up Dragon Quest Go and like while 
my fiance is getting ready while we're going out or whatnot. Cause uh, like this last Saturday, uh, me and her went out, take care of a few errands. I bought a Venus fly trap and, um, we were getting dinner and while I was waiting for her to get ready, you know, I had my switch on me and I was able to play Dragon Quest 11 while I was over there at her house. Like I couldn't do that if I was playing Persona 4 Royal. So I'll get back to it soon. I promise. Uh, oh, Persona 5. I, I, I'm a huge, like, like huge Persona fan. And I, I want to get back to it. It's just the portability of the, of the switch. just like, I, I see why a lot of people want Persona 5 on the Switch. I genuinely do. Mm. I I don't care if it ever comes over to the Switch. I'm I am indifferent in that crusade, but uh I see the appeal. I see why people want that. I now, I do think it can run it just fine, but let's just say this much. I I don't want it to come to the Switch. That's fine. Because I know for a fact that people complain about it being on the Switch. And then when it finally does happen, it's not going to sell well. Oh, uh, you're right about that. And then <laughs> you're, we're going to get, right. and then I'm going to be, or someone buys the game and then doesn't play it. Like I'll, I'll get to it. Uh, I promise, because I I want to play. And the whole reason I bought Royals because I wanted to play it. I really enjoyed my time with it at the beach, and ever since I got back, it's just like. It's, it's, it's just been like eh, I, I've, it, things have been chaotic and when when I sit down and play Persona like I want like a good like two, three, four hours to play it and sometimes like you know it's like I'm trying to like squeeze in like 15 minutes but um, I don't know the way I burned through Dragon Quest 11 like I've, I've, like I've been finding the time to play it so I'll uh, I will get back to it because I do want to play it. I want to talk about it. I'm very eager to see how they change things. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm one of the crazy people that I, 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 I know this is probably frowned upon by some people, but I usually play with a couple of guides for Persona. No, that's fine. Because <laughs> I, I, I like, I like getting at least all the school answers right. <laughs> well, yeah, like, well, the school, school answers. But I, I did a, I did a social link thing because I don't, I don't really care, honestly. The, the only. And the answers that they do give you doesn't spoil the experience of what what the answer is. <laughs> that that was the other thing. I I I've been also using a social links uh guide or at least like the the answers uh to the like the questions that you get. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll get back to it. I I promise I will because I, I want to. But hopefully soon. Like, I would before the end of September. I would like to be playing Persona Five. So. Uh, and like I said, I'm r- right at the end of um, Dragon Dragon Quest Eleven. Like, like, yeah, I'm like that that I whole thing of um, just not dropping <laughs> near the tail end. I don't understand. Well, for me, because I, that makes me I'm just I'm that close, and it just drives me to finish it. I usually drop whatever I'm doing just to finish it. I'm like that with a lot of games. I'm like I was like that with Ghosts. I was like that with Horizon. Once I knew that I was kind of near the final end, I didn't sleep till like three o'clock in the morning till I finished Horizon. Oh, because I, I already knew that I was on the final beat, and I was just like, okay, yeah, I don't have nothing to do tomorrow. I am just gonna play this because I yeah, just want to finish like, this. <laughs> when I played Mass Effect Three, the night I beat that, I, I literally stayed up till six o'clock in the morning playing that game. 
because I I did not want to stop. I wanted to see how it ended. Yeah. And I I think with like some experiences, I get in the whole like I don't know. I guess I don't want it to end. But see, the the funny thing was was with Dragon Quest Eleven specifically. The first time I played the game, I stopped playing it right when they're like, hey, "Okay, you can go fight the final boss now." <laughs> this is when I stopped playing the game, and, and it was like, and, and, I mean, like, I, I guess like you want to see like how like the story threads wrap together and how everything ties into the bow that they're gonna have at the end of it, but like the like the mystery behind it all and what's going on. By the time you're fighting the final boss, like all that's been settled, and so especially with Dragon Quest Eleven, because which that that story is it's still very interesting and I, I do like the story of Dragon Quest Eleven. I think eight's superior, but eleven still is a pretty solid story. And if, if you've never played a Dragon Quest game, eight eleven's uh, a a great starting point. I think most people say four is the best story. No, five is it? Five where you play like the life of a dude. Yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. Most people say Dragon Quest Five has the best story. So. Game I desperately would love to play and never have. So, I was I was really upset that they dropped because they did the uh, DS release of four, five, and six mm. when I was broke and couldn't afford them. So, and then by the time I had money, you couldn't find them anywhere. So I was just like, well, crap. So I, I've still to this day have not played four, five, and six. So, hooray or seven, but I I would love to play five. Because th- th- of all the stories, that one sounds the most interesting. Like, oh, you know, you just play the, the day in the life of a dude. That, that actually does sound like a pretty cool idea for a uh, a, a story, especially a, a role playing J Japanese role playing game like that. So, but I getting back to Persona, I I do want to get back to it. I I'm eager to get to my queen. I I love her. Not, not not in the same way I love my fiance, but just in a different way. Yeah, it, it'll be soon. I promise. I I do promise. Hand, it, if there was a Bible in this room, I would put my hand on it, and uh, swear an oath. But uh, hopefully soon. So, what have you been listening to, buddy? I've been listening to a lot of various things for the most part. First is going to be Naz's. I'll go to the moon. New single that came out a couple months back. As of course, I've been really do- been liking Naz, and she's a phenomenal vocalist, and I can't wait to hear more by her. I went back to the past after that with Komi Hirose's lovely track of the '90s, "Romance No Kamisama," which is an amazing song. If you want to have that just sweet little '90s pop mix, go listen to that. Been listening to a couple of Novel Brights' songs, also Kimi Iro Noto is one of them, and a couple of back number songs, Hana Taba and Apple Pies, just a couple of the tracks I've been listening to by them also. But besides that, that's one of the couple of the popular songs that I was listening to. I was listening on this whole 90s kick as of late, too. I've been listening to a couple of tracks by Puffy, more famously known in the West as Puffy Amiyumi. So. Nice. Yeah, just a little bit of here and there. But that let's continue on to the news here. And you, you have the first give, so go right ahead, Gray. Alright, I'll be happy to. So starting off this week, we're gonna be talking about visual K band uh, Caligari. As they have revealed, they're gonna be dropping a 
brand new album, which is set to come out at the end of the month on September 30th. Uh, the new album is titled Blue Phil and is going to be released in two editions. It's going to be coming in a standard and a limited edition. We have the full track listing for you in the article, along with pre-ordered links for anyone who might be interested. And continuing on up to four-member vocal boy group, VLJ announced that they'll be releasing a brand new album titled Four Tunes on October 27th. This will be the latest single done by the group since their single Louder last month and will be the group's first album with label Rockfield. It'll be very interesting. It'll release with four editions to to not only go with their name, but the tone of what the album is. And you can read all that lovely information about that on our site, along with the music video for their song Louder on our site as well. Continuing on up to our next news release here is the lovely multi-Grammy meeting artist St. Vincent is partnering with international rock star slash composer Yoshiki to craft a very fresh song of a very fresh version of her song New York that was released last week on August 28th. You can check out more information about this on our site. If you guys don't know, St. Vincent is a wonderful composer who, as I say, mentioned earlier, is a multi-Grammy winner. So go check out all the information about that on our site, including the digital streaming links along with the lyric video for the song as well. And continuing on up to singer and songwriter Pico Taro announced that he'll be releasing a collaboration song with the iconic Pokemon Pikachu titled Pika to Pico, released across all digital music streaming platforms and will appear at the finale of the Pokemon Virtual Virtual Fest that happened in Japan this past week. So it's very interesting because Pico Taro was like, oh, I wanted to create a song that helps people smile and have fun at home this summer. And he always really liked Pikachu. And there's a lovely little thing on our site where, where it shows him with Pikachu and Pikachu's dressing up like him. So we want to check out all that information on our site along with the music track for Pico Taro, uh, Pika to Pico on our site as well. It's hard to dislike Pikachu. I would be skeptical of someone who does not like Pikachu. He's too adorable to dislike. Yes, yes. Especially with him and those glasses. They look amazing. Yeah, yeah. The... the <laughs> Yeah, him as uh, Pico Taro is like that is adorable. All right, moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about music duo Ore Sama. As they've revealed, they're going to be dropping a brand new single titled Gimme and is set to be released on October 14th. Uh, the new sequel will serve as the ending theme for the upcoming fantasy anime Maohojo de Oyasumi, which is set to premiere also in October. It's only going to come in a CD only edition. But uh, we have the full track listing and along with a little their song uh, dress up cover three if you want to get a taste for what they sound like and uh, pre-order links in the article. And continuing on up to popular seven member dance unit, The Pump announced that they will be releasing a brand new single titled Fantasia Fantasia on September 30th. This will be the latest single done by the group since their song Heart on Fire back in March and will be their 33rd single overall you can check out more information about that on our site it'll come with like 
five different editions, I believe. They love that VR edition for some strange reason. But you can check out all the information about that, along with the music video for Fantasia Fantasia on our site as well. And continuing on up to five-member female idol group Star Mary released the lyric video for their track, Kono Mama Monster, on their YouTube channel. This is the latest release done by them since Alive back in March, and unfortunately will be the last track to feature member Kanade Watanabe as she will be graduating from the group. The track is composed by now of the rock band Hidi and is very dark and, and remorseful to talk about the themes about moving th forward. So it kind of matches that little ominous theme of graduating through the site. But you can check out all that information about the song on our site along with the lyric video for Konomama Monster on our site as well. And continuing on up to 8-member vocal dance unit, Super Breakdown announced they will be releasing a brand new mini-album, Raise Your Heart, on September 16th. This will be the first release done by the 8-member super group under their new label, Raise Your Music. And it will come with 5 tracks, and will come with 3 editions. Each are labeled after the initial of their group's name. So you can check out all the information for that on our site, along with the track Vroom Vroom for our side as well. And continuing on up to the lovely vocalist Lisa announced that she'll be teaming up with the anime series Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba once again providing the theme song for the upcoming movie Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba the movie Mugen Train with her track Homada. The movie will release on October 16th in Japan and will follow up to the very popular anime. And you can check out all the information about that along with the trailer for the movie on our site as well. Continuing on up to popular boy idol group Milk announced that they will be releasing a brand new album Homemade Shoe on September 30th. This will be the latest album release done by the group since Junazism Seishun Shogi back in March and will be their fourth album overall. It'll come with two editions and you can check out all the information about that on our site including their track winding road on our site as well continuing on up to the five member dance vocal music group fakey announced the music video for their latest song darling on our on their official youtube channel they talked about these this being the next evolutionary step for their group and you can check out all that information on our site as each member gave a comment about the track can check out all that along with the comments and the music video for dialing on our site as well all right moving on up to our next article we're going to be talking about one of my favorite groups uh hinata zaka 46 as they've announced they're going to be dropping their very first album the new album is going to be titled hinata zaka so pretty creative there on that front and is going to be dropping in a couple of weeks on september 23rd the new album is coming in three editions total and I'm pretty hyped for this. I think they've done a pretty good job. I'm eager to see how this album comes out. Three editions, a standard limited edition type A and type B, and Predator links are in the article, along with one of their music videos if you want to get a taste for what they sound like. And continuing on up to popular voice actress tone vocalist, Sheena Natsukawa released more information about her upcoming single, Antithesis, and that will release on September 9th. Information was dropped on her YouTube channel, which not only she did the 
the photos for it. She did everything for it, <laughs> revealing all the lyrics and stuff like that as well. You can check out more information about that on our site, along with the pre-order links for the track as well. And continuing on up to something I know would make Luna very, very happy. It is industry icon Kodokumi once again announced that she will be dropping a brand new track titled XXKK across all digital music streaming platforms. This will be part three of her 20th year anniversary in the industry with Puff and Lucky Star that we talked about last week being the first and second parts. This will be a little bit different as it's a much more powerful dance number. Hell oh, yeah, that's that's saying something for, for her style. And she gave a little bit more explanation about the meaning of the song, which you can check out all that on our site, including the digital music link and the music video for XXKK on our site as well. And going on up to the lovely member of the three-member idea group, Nikki Go Kaede, announced that she'll be releasing a brand new mini album, Aki no Wakusei Ha Doa Night to Blue, on September 8th. This will be the latest solo release done by the vocalist since her mini album, Ima no Watashi wa Kowari Tsudeke de Anogoro Watashi no Ikiteiru back in January and will be her first mini-album. It'll release with only a standard edition, and you can check out all the information about that on our site, along with her song Remember You on our site as well. All right, moving on up to our last article for the week. We're going to be talking about three-member boy group. Lead has announced they're going to be dropping a brand new single titled Tuxedo, and it's set to drop on... Uh, September 23rd. The new song is going to be a dance number, so that'll be exciting. Although they're, they're no, pretty much for their dance stuff anyways. But it's going to come in four editions total. A standard CD-only edition and three limited editions. So if you want more information or details about each individual edition, you can definitely check the site. Uh, we have the full track listing also for each edition. And we have their last music video, Hide and Seek. So... If you're not familiar with lead, that's definitely where I would start. And then continuing on to our last piece of regular news here, it is the lovely industry icon Yoshiki transforms into the powerful Ultra Titan in a new collaboration that he did with Wanda Coffee and Attack on Titan. It's very interesting. You should check out all that information about that on our site. He transforms into one of those ridiculous titans from attack on titan by just drinking one of these morning shots saying you too can be a horrible disgusting looking titan and rage the day well i mean that's that's what we all aspire to isn't it yes yes indeed, yes, indeed. <laughs> but yeah with that as always with a lovely talks that we we do we didn't really talk about what i was doing last week sorry yeah we got on a tangent and just never got back to you buddy i, I felt bad but that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, but you've been you've been killing the books, haven't you? Yeah, all I do is just read now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, but yeah, I've been if if you've been looking at my Twitter at otybiken one, you can see that I've been talking and reading all the lovely light novel stuff as of late. I've been so bored because. All I do is just stay home now. I can't leave. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I've always been a homebody my whole life, but you, you get to a point where you need to get out. You know, like you get you, cabin fever is real. It does exist. At least you've been putting your time to good use. 
Yeah, all I do is I just wake up, I read, I read and w- listen to all the sports news that I get for like several hours. I do work on the site, and then I just read for the rest of my days. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like that's, there, there's that's, worse things you could be doing with your free time. <laughs> that's my been my routine for the past like three months. I think I think I know more sports things than I have in my f- lifetime as of right now. <laughs> hey, I mean. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, is it helping you out in your NBA 2K? Yeah, yeah. Well, not really, because it's already a year <laughs> behind at this point. <laughs> which is which is interesting because you know, with with everything going on with the ongoing crisis and how they decided to do 2K. So 2K is usually just a year behind or a year before everything. Yeah. And so with the lockdown and then doing the playoffs and this this bubble bubble place it's been interesting because they they don't know who's the champion yet so they can't do commentary saying oh yeah this this team won the championship and that's why they won they can't do that because no team none of the teams have been been crowned champion as the time of the release of the game i mean they could just patch in a bunch of audio cues because it's the same the same commentators that they actually use for 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 broadcasting purposes oh okay so they have like charles barkley and Yep, yep. So like he's Shaq. the only commentator I know off the top. Of yeah, my head. So, oh, yeah, so Shaq's a commentator Sha- now. Yeah. Shaq is a commentator for the TNT one, so he's part of that whole whole thing there. So it's 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 interesting to kind of see that. So like they have a couple commentators that are actually doing the commentating for the LA game that we're that's going on right now, and it's interesting to be like, oh yeah, I recognize that person's voice because I hear them on 2K because all I've been playing was 2K. If I I've been playing that and Monster Hunter and Final Fantasy fourteen. That's all I've been playing. Cause oh, which I Monster Hunter have you been playing? World. Uh, I've been playing World. World. Yeah, so. Me and you but, have never played World together. Uh, it's Well, you're so far ahead. You're in Iceborne. I'm de- I didn't even reach Iceborne yet. So. Uh, I, I have no problem going back and playing base content. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, you should have texted me. I, I, I haven't been playing... Land games. I I I make an effort to play Monster Hunter with you. No, oh. well, the the only time I play Monster Hunter is like when it's dead at night for you. So, um, um, well, that's that, fair. that's that's another thing too. I I don't usually usually play during the the afternoons. I usually play at the dead at night. <laughs> I I have been curious actually. I know you said this would be a short conversation, but. I, I'm deeply, deeply curious uh, how monetization for NBA 2K. Oh, I, I avoid that at all freaking costs. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, like, like there, there, there was one thing. So, I, I did finish. I, I do quote unquote finish the story mode, which is like the my career stuff. So, yeah, the, 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 that's the whole reason why I play these games because I'm like, you know, I, I never. If if you guys don't know this about me, so I was I was expiring to become in the in the PGA for for golf. I I messed up my knees, so that's literally the only reason why I, I didn't continue with that. So I'm like, oh, you know, I never did play other sports. So the reason why I play a lot of these sports games is well, not only am I a fan of the sport, is because I didn't have the athletic ability to play these other sports. I want to have that feeling. So I, I get yeah. more suckered in, more so with their their my career stuff than anything else of the game. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and see where I don't, I don't play the the sports games like every year. Like it's just like this is the worst game yet as far as microtransactions go. Well, it's so, interesting. So it's like every year it's, it's just, it, just the worst. Yeah, interesting that for for Madden because I was, what I usually do is I wait a couple of years and then I pick up pick up a game unless it's like continuing off of your created character because FIFA was doing that for a while where you had this one created character and he his his entire story wrapped around like three years and they they continued that and they made like hype up things of like your created character did this this and this and he did all the good things and all that stuff according to the story beats i really did like that what they did with fifa and then they were going to do that with madden yeah. and then they dropped they dropped that after the second year <laughs> boo so i was just like okay well <laughs> I'm going to do what I usually do with Madden and all these sports games is I wait a couple years because usually innovation doesn't happen until like every three to four years when they're like when you can physically kind of see, oh, yeah, things changed after a while if you don't play these games on a yearly basis. So you can actually yeah, see that, the that's changes. Yeah, like it's, it's very incremental. And so if you wait like two or three years, you can notice like a big difference. But yeah. if you pick it up year after year after year like it it's hard to notice yeah so it's been a while since i picked up a meta and i was like you know what i'm not doing anything and i had a such a great time with nba 2k that i was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna pick up madden but i'll wait till the reviews come in before i give that a whirl because i just i just want to see because if it's a really good madden game then i'll, I'll definitely pick it up Fortunately, it, it's it's the worst it's been in a long time because they never fix any of the features. The new stuff that they did add didn't play well. <laughs> Whoops. So, it, it is what it is. So, I'm just like, okay, well, the last time this happened, and I, I had this I had this talk with... Um, with Kyo and, and Timber because I was having this exact same talk about sports games because they they don't play sports games either. So it them listening to my side of the story of a person that actually plays these kind of things is very interesting for them. And yeah. I told them straight out, I'm like, the only reason why they don't do a games as a service thing for these types of games, because sports games you can literally do games of service there's so many incremental so many stuff you can change with sports because it's already hardwired into what the rules are and stuff like that you can just patch everything yeah. now but the reason yeah, why they do, do like small incremental updates too yeah yeah so the reason why they do this is the microtransactions that they do for the my player or the my team stuff gets wiped every year with every game it doesn't carry over and that's the reason why they make their money and that's the reason why they do a new game every year it's to uh, wipe the to wipe the board of last year's investment and so people can use this year's investments yeah so yeah and people spend a lot of people spend a lot of money ea made 1. million billion dollars off of investments off of my team alone from from Madden and stuff like that. So yeah, I ever since they added microtransactions to video games, it's, that is like the number one source of income for all of like the big AAA studios. So, I, I mean, it, it makes sense. A lot of people don't think about. It. I mean, you do pay sixty dollars for the base game, but then you know, like, 
it's five dollars here it's five dollars there i mean it adds up but yeah a lot, a lot of people, moment, just, like, people just think like, thinking just about think it that much they just think of it as it's only five dollars but if i yeah. spend five dollars every week you know in about yeah and yeah in about 12 weeks that's you paid you already repaid yourself the game pretty much yeah yeah, so. yeah. It, it, it's crazy I, and I'm, i mean i'm not the biggest fan of microtransactions but i, I don't fault these triple a studios i mean do what do what makes money i mean you know that, that's that's how it goes so yeah that's how it goes and yeah. unfortunately because of how people react to these kind of things it's either really good or it could be life crushing to a point but yeah it sucks i like th- there's um there's a bunch of horror stories out there like people sink their life savings into these microtransactions and it breaks your heart when when you hear that it, it really just breaks your heart cuz it's like well you know that that is awful and yeah yeah i mean it is what it is but yeah yeah I mean, besides that like i said let's i was i've been reading a lot of of light novels and obviously these light novels are turned into animes occasionally so you know i i've i've kind of wanted to talk to you about this also because i've i've talked to timber timber also watches a little bit of anime here and there and but it's interesting to get his perspective and i want to as you know you you watch a lot of anime as well you watch a lot of the popular stuff so yeah but... yeah I, I try i i usually tr- just try to watch what interests me it just just happens to usually be the popular stuff i yeah that that's how it goes yeah so but, I've, I, yeah. I've read about 15 different series as of right now and only three of them aren't isekai yeah isekai is the biggest genre right now in japan uh, uh no, coming out I, of japan i i mistake that five of them aren't isekai two of them are yeah. fantasy because Goblin Slayer and what I'm reading and the the mysterious job called Oda Nobunaga, which is really good, I highly recommend it. It doesn't have anime I had yet. Ne- I had never heard of that, and I saw your your tweet about it, and that sparked my interest. It's it's really good. It's like if if you had Game of Thrones, but you had JoJo's stands avatars. It's kind of like that because. Okay. Because basically, it's it's set in a in a fantasy world where the guy's like, you know, I am a half brother of this noble house, and every when you turn twenty, you get a job, and your job basically stands what you want in your life or your profession, and he gets this job called Oda Nobunaga, and if you guys know your Japanese history, he ends up trying to re- reunite all of Japan. Yes. So. It goes through the story of him seeing that, getting his job, and all the buffs that he gets from that particular job, and him slowly taking over the capital and his nation. So it's very, very interesting because then he meets someone who, who is the person that ends up betraying Nobunaga, who has a similar pr- profession of, of him, but has the opposite. It's the person that kills Nobunaga. So it's very interesting from that point. Is have you have you ran into Ieyasu yet? Not yet, but he talks about him all the time, so I'm I'm very <laughs> interested. If Ieyasu... I, I was like, I don't know how you could do a story like that and not include the you know Ieyasu who who set up the first Shogunate. 
that yeah. it, that goes on to become the Tokugawa shogunate. So yeah, that, that's very that's very fascinating. That, that, yes. that sounds interesting. So I I liked it at that point. I was like drawn in. It was it's one of the series that I did get a fast read. I think I read it in like three days. Usually I, I take four four to five days. I take a week or so to go through the series. But if it's it's such an interesting read, I usually go burn through them. Yeah, and, and that's usually how it goes. Like the more interesting it is, the harder it is to put down. So you'll go through it a little faster. Yeah, so there, there's that. And then I've been reading, I was reading Slime. Slime was a very interesting one. That was probably one of the heavier novels that I've read. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the first season of That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime was... I, I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. Yeah, I, same. I really wasn't. Same. And, like, for a majority of it, it's just me just, like, oh, I've heard that this anime is good, or I think this is an interesting premise, and I'll go and watch it <laughs> or go and read it. Yeah. Uh, the thing that encouraged me to pick up, uh, specifically that time I got reincarnated as a slime, is uh, I saw the scene where uh, Rimaru gets his name from the the dragon and i thought it was such a cute scene it really encouraged me to go watch the show oh yeah it's like that's a that's a cute scene right there i I, i'm curious to see how this evolves and stuff so yeah so i first first volumes obviously it's only like the first couple episodes for it unless you're goblin slayer which is interesting so goblin slayer how many episodes did goblin slayer have 13 13 13 plus the ova so yeah you the first season of goblin slayer you take out anything dealing with the sword maiden okay and that's and that's the first novel so even the ending of him getting everyone to go and get the goblins off of uh, off of cowgirls's farm and stuff like that that's in it that's the end of the first novel oh okay so it's interesting that they did that i was just like oh so that's why it felt kind of rushed when they were doing swordman because they had to rush this out to have the finale be the finale that it was and it yeah. makes it makes kind of sense because you're e- you kind of see them have that relationship throughout and it feels better. The payoff of, Oh yeah, I'm with my friends kind of thing. The, the thing that happened at the end of the finale for the first season, it makes a lot more sense compared to the novel where they only did one adventure. If that. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. And I had heard that some of the events of Goblin Slayer had been reordered a little bit. And that happens sometimes. Yeah. But everything sometimes. every everything else that I've read, they didn't really change. Or everything that I've read that has an anime didn't really change. So yeah. it goes beat from beat from, okay, they talk a little bit more or they explain a little bit more about a character in the novels and how they yeah, work. Yeah, my understanding is it's mostly just the anime cuts out a lot of a lot of content because they're they're trying to cover so much ground so the if you want like more context or to understand certain scenes better than you read the book and uh, I, I know specifically shield hero i think the first book in anime 
is, is good, but like the further they get on, I think they cut out a lot of content. But I haven't read the books. So I just I just only watched the anime. I, I'm reading that too, and that only got up to like the first five episodes. I four, think. four, four, four or five episodes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. it's 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 interesting. I, I I don't I don't know why people are like, oh, this is like the it's it's very deep and understand. Like I can kind of understand that. I know why he's pissed off at the. the the spear guy all the time it's one of the sh- it's one of the series i think i think you stick with it because in in well, of this let's let's just say this much i have there's only one book i dropped and i've gone to it many many times and there's only one book that i haven't finished watching everything else i've i finished reading and i'm gonna get the second bu- second volume i already got the second volume for or it's on its way so it's 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 interesting yeah. to kind of be like that but uh, for me, I feel like Shield Heroes specifically does a lot of really good character work. And it's one of those things there's like, especially when you're talking about like character work and like long running character arcs and stuff. It, it's just something that you have to stick with. And, and it's not per, it, like even if you're just looking at the first four episodes, I, I think Nafumi goes through some crap in the first four episodes some oh, other yeah. BS in the first four episodes. Oh yeah. But you know, it's literally just getting started and I I think his character and his character growth are really standouts of the series and the world that the the author built is actually pretty fascinating. Like and it it's one of the series that really very very slowly rolls out the world building like yeah, they're, they're but... still doing world building in the last episode of the first season <laughs> and there's a lot of world building left that they haven't done that they haven't touched yet yeah so i mean from what, what i've read they only doled out to what the like a city if that in the first like four four or five episodes yeah they, they get to a neighboring town a small neighboring town <laughs> and that's it there, there, there's world building and stuff like that too like like I did like Konosuba for that matter, and Konosuba did a very interesting way of doing world building, and they, for the most part, it, within the first volume, which is like the first three or four episodes, they're only in that one town, and they venture to a, a castle, if that, but the castle's like right next to the town. Yeah, Konosuba's been on my short list of shows to watch. It's I, interesting. It's it. it is a parody of isekais, or and does popular tropes, and does kind of laugh at it. Yeah. But, I thought I wouldn't be into isekais, and then I sat down and I watched a, a couple of them and got really sucked into them. And I think, even though it's like an overly bloated genre at this point, I, I think they can still be done right and done well when they to, want to, to be. be. Uh, to be perfectly honest, I'm probably not going to read another series if I find out it's isekai again. I'm like I do like little to no research. I pick up a book, I read the back cover, and I'd be like, oh, okay, that sounds interesting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, but because I mean, you're right. It's just it's so overbloated. Yeah, to the point I, that I'm, I I don't want to read an isekai series ever again. <laughs> I I'm I'm fine. Be- I know what you like, but I really do like slice of life, and I really miss that. If only two of the books that I'm reading are slice of life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how big um, slice of life series are with their novels. Mm, I mean, I don't they, see they, that many get turned into an anime 
there are. <laughs> uh, like it's, I don't Mo- pay that much attention. Yeah, yeah. So. You, you also don't watch them. So not no, I, I, I don't. Is, is is there is there an explosion in the episode? Nah, I'm, I, I might skip it. What if there is an explosion from a sign experiment that he caused? Well, that's intriguing. Oh, uh, I, I mean, I just. Like Bunny guess, Girl and, Senpai, Bunny Girl Senpai is very interesting because it introduces quantum physics in a, in a, in a light novel. <laughs> uh, quantum physics is so hard to wrap your head around. I, I really like. It's so interesting how they so like. Yeah, we're gonna around. we're we're gonna put it in layman's term as layman's terms as much as we can. <laughs> it's, it's the only way to talk. That's the only way you could talk about quantum ph- uh, physics is either have like a PhD. Or go like the ultra layman, and even then, like you can get lost in the ultra layman. Yeah, I know. I know. I've said before, like Bunny Girls and Pie is on my short list. It's, it's not that I do, I won't watch a slice of life. It's just it's it, it's not a it's not my favorite genre. Yeah, I know isekais have been popular. I, I'm indifferent. I I think I would watch another isekai. But it, it'd have to be a really good series. I started watching one isekai, but I wound up not really liking it. I don't even remember the name of it. But I, I would be perfectly happy if they stopped doing isekais for a while. Just because I'm like, oh, this is this is so overdone. Or just have it as a fantasy thing, like like with Goblin Slayer. Because Goblin Slayer is an isekai. It's technically it's just fantasy. It's dark fantasy, yeah, but it's it, fantasy. <laughs> Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Similar too. It's just a fantasy. You look at the world that they built, and you know the main character Bell. He has to gain experience points. He has to level mm-hmm. up. It's very much a grind experience, and he and it's a, it actually focuses on him grinding levels. And I actually found that to be kind of relatable in, in a weird way. Yeah, I think, like I said, I think you would really like Bunny Girl Senpai because it does deal with that science fiction thing well it yeah. deals with con- quantum theory and quantum mechanics so <laughs> i mean i like science so yeah uh, and like i said like bunny girl senpai it's it's i wouldn't say it's on my short list but it is on like a list of shows i would love to sit down and watch it at some point like i know there's supposed to be a season two of the anime so what i might do is just wait until they do season two and then go watch oh they did it they they haven't announced it but they they hinted at it but they haven't announced it they're probably gonna wait till more books come out because originally yeah. he he their creator only made up to the first movie and then oh, he okay. saw how how popular it got and then he announced like oh yeah okay i'm gonna make more because the the movie actually kind of gives a finality of like okay yeah he does he did this kind of thing all for his love and it kind of gives that extra little finite period of what the series was going to be after that was the case i think it might would be better to do like a full sequel yeah so i mean they they continue on because it it only ends within one year that that's one thing too because it's not like they do time skips every every book is a month within the in the in the series. So oh, by the I, time they I got wonder how the anime worked out. Oh no, they did the same. It's every like three or four episodes they did a book. So oh, okay, so like every three or four episodes is a month. Yeah. Huh. And they kind of reference it because time 
like it's it's really interesting without going into specifics about it because time is like another character that you have to deal with specifically with the second second arc of that series and stuff like that and specifically for the last part of that series time is a really interesting character in it of itself i do like that and he he always the author always puts calendar marks of like oh yeah this is november or this is october kind of thing this is september so oh, okay you can kind of follow along so it only takes within a year of the of the of the calendar series so so with that, let's continue on to the Oricon here. And this week was interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was interesting. But yeah, with that, let's go on to number 10. It is condemned by Yunez Kenshi. Nothing much we can say there. It's still probably getting the numbers off of, off of Stray Sheep. So Yeah, I was about to call it the goat for some reason, but yes, yeah, it's Stray Sheep. Yeah, this week it sold a lovely 21,965 points. And continuing on to number 9 is Kosui by Ito. Nothing much we can say here. Like I said, like I said last week, I hear her songs all the freaking time on TikTok and, and Reels and stuff like that. So that's what's been getting his popularity up, I guess, which is really good. So... Yeah, this week it sold a lovely 22,440 points. And continuing on up to number 8, it is the Love Live Sunshine Aquars Club CD Set 2020, which includes Gmo I Dash. So, this was only for their fan club and only had a physical release. And this was interesting because... It it shakes up their modern style, so to speak. They're not doing the regular pop. They're doing really hyper pop. I don't mind that. But it's yeah. out of the last two weeks, if you were to tell me what song was really good for the Love Live Sunshine genre, I would have said Saint Snow. Saint Snow was just really, really good last week's song. Last week's Saint Snow song was... Oh, my God. That, that was fantastic. And uh, honestly... I could see the appeal of Saint Snow over Aquars. Really. Yeah, so that Dazzling White Town was just an amazing song. So, yeah, I, I mean, this song's okay. It it is very synth heavy. It is energy. I don't know. I think they cranked it up to eleven. <laughs> I mean, if that's your thing, that's your thing. I I wasn't really in the mood for it when I heard it earlier today. So I I don't know. Also, I I don't the beat. It's kind of catchy but it's not quite catchy like i i didn't find it to be i would have liked it to be it to be just a smidge catchier but i, I mean it's it's a fine song but yeah with that gmo i dash sold a lovely twenty three thousand five hundred sixty six copies and going on up to number seven it is yodoni kakeru by yao sobi Nothing much we can see here. I, I see it almost every week on the TikToks and Reels. There's not a day where I don't see it at this point. But this week it sold a lovely 25,215 points. And going on up to number 6, it is Dynamite by BTS. Nothing more we can say from last week. That is BTS. Yep. This week it sold a lovely 34,434 points. And going on up to number 5, it is Kagari Aru moment and mirror mirror by anger me 
So double A side, like what Anger and Me usually do. So how'd you like this song? I preferred Mirror Mirror over the first song, but both songs are really good. Uh, they they have a really fun energy about them, especially Mirror Mirror. Like I really really liked Mirror Mirror. It's although I will say there's a little hypocrisy in the things that I liked about Mirror Mirror. I was like kind of iffy on with the encore song, but I loved it in Mirror Mirror. Uh, but I will argue that the melody is way catchier. So that, that is my well, one argument. I mean, uh, also, like Mirror Mirror you, just we gets you all up. three of us really like Anger Me, and you're, you're a huge fan of them as well. So that kind of goes into it as well. <laughs> yeah, that, I guess it's that is, that is true. But I mean, I, I did. I really, really liked them. I, I thought they were fantastic. I thought all the girls sounded really great, and b- both songs are really just really solid numbers. Uh, I just. I was really upset. Mirror Mirror's not on Apple Music. Uh, the first song is. Like, you can download yeah, the first song, but Ka- you can't get the second. Kagagi Aru Moment is the only song on on Apple Music or across digital streaming at this point. So it's very interesting that even though it says it's Kagagi Aru Moment and Mirror Mirror, it doesn't have Mirror Mirror. <laughs> yeah, it does not. It it is it is labeled as such here, completely correct. And then you open it up, and it's like. Here's Kagi Aru moment, uh, and then here's Kagi Maru instrumental, and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, so it's it's interesting that they did that, but you tease me. Unless it's only the physical copy. <laughs> the music videos on YouTube, go check it out. Like th- this was yeah. song of the week. Yeah, regardless, this week it sold a lovely thirty-six thousand nine hundred sixty-three points, sixty-seven points. Excuse me. And continuing on up to number four, it is Hello EP by Official Higedandism. Say, so, you know, like I said, this, this, it, it's going to just stick around because it, this kind of, I really hated that they did this this way. So they're counting the whole EP as a sale, not the song, the individual track. So I don't know how the Oricon is organizing it this way i i really hate it that they're doing it because they're including copies from all four songs probably yeah that, that would be my guess also it's on the singles release but usually eps are on the albums so yeah well they probably got away with that well i we shouldn't say anything else because number one has technically six songs on it yeah i think i think number one's also an ep so it's interesting that that happened but it's gonna have its staying power. Uh, we knew this was gonna happen. As as begrudging as both, all three of us, have said about this EP, it's it is what it is at this point, and we're probably gonna see it up here a little while longer now. Hello EP, so they lovely thirty seven thousand and fifteen copies. Continuing on up to number three, it's Kaito by Odyssey, and nothing more we can say. This week it sold the lovely hundred forty three thousand and 76 copies and going on up to number two it is night driver by the lovely haruma miura so see i get really uncomfortable when i talk about him so i mean that's 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 fair and right i mean it's not a pleasant subject to talk about but i'm glad to see his sales are doing really well yeah so he, he he killed it this week yeah, he did. He did. He did. But yeah, this week it sold 
235,012 copies. And continuing on up to number one, it is Stargazer AEO by JO1. I mean, I understand why it did number one. I mean, I understand. Yeah. I, this I group mean, this group isn't for me. I'm I said it the first time they they came around. I'm going to say this again. This isn't for me. And I, and that's perfectly fine. That this kind of crowd or this kind of genre I know my type of genre that I like specifically for these dance vocal heavy unit kind of groups. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest, Exile got that unlock. I understand where Jo one is doing because they're mixing that style of Japanese and Korean and it's it's fine it's it's perfectly fine I, I'm not gonna complain about it it's just not for me at this point yeah I felt like their last release struck a much better balance between what Korean and J-pop should sound like and I, I don't feel like the balance is there anymore. I think this is very, very heavy Korean influence. Like I, I don't even yeah. Outside yeah. of the outside of the music being in Japanese, like this to me is basically a Korean song. And you, you I know, mean, it's it's interesting because you know, I understand how this group got together. It's produced one hundred and one, and that yeah. is like it's it's it's, it's a Korean type of. American Idol that they brought into Japan and that ended up becoming the product of that ended up being this group. I, I perfectly understand that and that the people who were going to produce all their songs was going to be very Korean style and heavily influenced with that style. I, I kind of understand that. It's just not for me at this point. Yeah, no. I I, I was hoping that this group would strike the a better balance because is one i is i have like the same problem is you know it's supposed to be like this blending of two cultures but then it just feels like one culture dominates over the other and so you don't really get that homogeny uh that you're looking for with that and i i was really hoping like j j01 would not be like their sister group but they wound up being almost identical to their sister group and 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 what's interesting enough because this entire group is full of japanese people that's every one of them that's that's one thing that i'm it's it's it does that with the with with is one i understand because that majority of them it's like seven eights full of korean people and yeah yeah it's, it's, it's a split yeah so there's there there's not much you can you can say obviously if there's a majority of a Korean influence within that group, it's going to be heavily Korean influence style. But this this kind of doesn't have any explanation for that. I mean, one of the songs for it, I it, there was only one song I liked out of this entire EP, and it was Ko, uh, "Voice Kimi no Koi," and that was because it was a semi ballad. Yeah. Everything else, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I, I only listened to the first three tracks, but like the first three tracks were pretty hard to get through. And yeah. I wish Luna was here because I know Luna would probably have liked it. Yeah, or she would at and least I would... offer a slightly different perspective on it. Yeah, so I I'd like to have that perspective because I know I know how I felt about it from day one. Yeah, 
So I, I already knew how I feel about this group. And, and, and I like, I like give Mike them Boyger's to be more on the vocal heavy side. And yeah, uh, I, I give them three it. singles and unless they really, really wow me on that third single, I'm going to etch in stone of I'm going to begrudge seeing this group. And it's, it's <laughs> such a, such a sad thing. Uh, I, I'm already like that with, um, is one like every time. Well, I mean, is one already had more than three singles. So you already, we yeah. already knew their style. So we That's already kind of, kind of keep hoping that. they'll evolve their style. though. <laughs> yeah. Or but, this will I mean, be like they, the song that I like. They, they, they like have, they, they're... they have an album coming out and that might be a little bit more range compared to what, our little yeah. life that we've been kind of getting, but yeah. as of right now, there, 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 there's no change. <laughs> I mean, regardless, Stargazer sold that lovely two hundred ninety thousand nine hundred fifty-one points. Did phenomenal. It did better than their first single. So, yeah. With that, let's go continue on with the albums here, and we got Izzy with Not Shy at number ten. We got Pedro at number nine. We got Alexandros with Bedroom Jolie. We got a couple other things. We got 17 again with Hungari. We got Note by Uishinaishi Mone, which is really good because I've been championing her for a little bit here. We got Creepy Nuts at number two. We got, and number one, it is Stray Sheep once again at with by Yunazi Kenshi. So, but yeah, with that, I'm. I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakuriyu. You can find us at all the social media stuff at Twitter and Instagram at Ongakuriyu. You can find our YouTube at Ongakuriyu as also where you can see all of our lovely things along with our site at Ongakuriyu.com. You can follow our affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer that does all the horror games and such like that. You can reach him at twitch.tv slash Hunter k-y-o-r-y-u-h-u-n-t-e-r you can also check out our other affiliate timbertaf who is a variety streamer and you can check him out at twitch.tv slash timbertaf t-i-m-b-r-t-a-f-t you can also check out luna sister rose who does monster hunter and the such like that and you can check her out at twitch.tv slash Rainstar Kitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out our last affiliate, Fangirl Has No Name, who is a variety streamer and does all the lovely things with the Zelda community. And you can check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirlhasnoname, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast that I do with Kyo timber and fangirl called potasaurus we talked about a variety amount of things this past week we talked about why mario 64 has no good level design we also talked about final fantasy 9 and mario and sonic at tokyo olympic Games. so that's just a little bit of what we've been talking about and you can just look up koryu hunter same as his twitch handle on all podcast media services and you can find me at OTYKen1 on Twitter, where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Aiba, Bang Dream, Light Novels, Bang Dream, Certain Music, Bang Dream, and NBA. And did I mention Bang Dream? Bang Dream. And you can find Luna at LunaMaria87. You can find Renford at RenfordD. 
And where can we find you, Gray? You can find me on Twitter at OngakuGray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. I tweeted out my thoughts on the ending of Kamen Rider Zero One, so if you're interested, that is definitely the place where you could go find out what I felt about the series finale of Kamen Rider Zero One. But yeah, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakuryu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much, and have a great day. Aloha. And this is Gray. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll see you guys right back here next week. Bye-bye.